What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now, here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome. I love getting up early in the morning, especially in the summer. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping. As I look out my kitchen window to the backyard, I see a few rabbits hopping about and a squirrel climbing up the trellis on the garage. The house is quiet as everyone sleeps. Getting up early before everyone else in the house really makes a difference. Instead of rushing around, you can start your day feeling more relaxed. Today, I'm going to talk about connecting with yourself. I'm also going to talk about slowing down and smelling the coffee. I'm going to share my story of how I was able to connect with myself and slow down to smell that delicious coffee. I have a confession to make. I'm a recovering busy person. Before I retired and became an entrepreneur and started my Coffee with Jenny B podcast, I was always busy. In addition to working full-time and raising a family, I was also working part-time. First as a barista at Starbucks, which I mentioned in one of my episodes. Then I was teaching Zumba four to five nights a week. Actually, I still do that now because I love it so much. And I was also volunteering to help my friends in my spare time, using air quotes. I was always on the run, places to go, people to see. My friend Sharon even referred to me as the Energizer Bunny, always going. Coffee, for me at that time, was a way to fuel my energy. However, I did manage to find a few moments to relax and enjoy my coffee on the weekends. But for the most part, it was coffee to go. Now, before I talk about what it's like to connect with yourself and what that means, I want to share with you how to slow down and smell that coffee. The simple act of slowing down to enjoy your coffee has the potential to transform your day. For most of us, coffee is an essential part of our lives. The day doesn't start until we've had that first cup. But we tend to go through the steps in autopilot. 
I'm going to share a few tips on how you can apply mindfulness to your preparation of coffee and improve your level of happiness. First of all, know your coffee. Choose locally roasted coffee if you can and make a note of which ones you like. Life is short, so don't settle for inferior coffee. When you open that bag, take a few moments to smell the beans. Inhale that aroma through your nose and notice how the smell makes you feel more alert, more alive. Now, think about how you are going to prepare your coffee. Will you choose to do a pour over, perhaps a French press, or maybe using your mocha pot to make an espresso? Or are you prepping your coffee maker for a pot of brewed coffee? Depending on what method you choose will depend on the grind of the beans and the amount of time in prep from start to finish. You then need to grind your beans according to the method you've chosen for that morning. Typically, you want to grind your beans just before you prep your coffee. I recommend using a hand grinder. It's a little bit more work and it takes longer than using an electric grinder, but grinding by hand not only forces you to slow down, but you can control the grind and only produce what you need for that prep. It also allows you to enjoy the aroma of the coffee as it is ground. Referred to as the bouquet, the smell of the ground coffee is slightly different than the scent of the whole beans, but it's equally intoxicating. And finally, you get to enjoy your coffee. Add your milk or cream and sugar. I like to add a little cream to my coffee and then sit down, but let your coffee cool just ever so slightly before you drink it. Did you know that the ideal time to drink your coffee is not at its hottest, but when it's cooled down a bit? That's right. The flavors become more prominent. Now you can slowly sip your coffee and savor the moment. The preparation of coffee really targets the five senses. You smell the coffee first when you open the bag. You look at it as you prepare the beans. You hear the sound of it brewing if you're using your coffee maker or the hiss of the steam as it escapes from the mocha pot. You then taste the coffee and feel it as it fills your body with that liquid gold. Being mindful of the little pleasures that add meaning and value to life can help you lower stress, boost your immune system, and improve the quality of life. To savor the best of life's moments, we need to take time. And the way to make the most of our time is not to outrun it, but to slow it down by doing what matters most. And slowing down also gives you a chance to connect with yourself. Connecting with yourself means finding a way 
to check in to see how you're doing. My boss used to call it, are you above the line or are you below the line? When you're above the line, that means that life is going wonderful, you're feeling happy, you're enjoying life, you're not dealing with any stress, you're not dealing uh, with any issues, or if you are, you're finding a way to handle it without it getting you down. But if you're below the line, that means that you're struggling. You're struggling with stress, perhaps feelings of depression, perhaps just overwhelm. And boy, (laughs) do I know overwhelm. Remember my story um, about being busy? Yeah, most of the time I think I was below the line. But because I was so busy, I really didn't pay attention. But once I started slowing down and really connecting, I realized that that's what was happening. And I knew I needed to do something to change. And change can be hard because we're so used to doing things in a certain way. And we don't know any other way to do it. So there's a couple of ways that you can do this. And one way that I want to talk about, which is kind of interesting, is coffee self-talk. I know, self-talk is a way of talking to yourself. But when you add coffee, it takes on a whole new meaning. Now, I first came across this. It's actually a book written by Kristen Helmstetter. And her coffee self-talk book. So what she says is, coffee self-talk is a way to transform your life by boosting your self-esteem, filling you with happiness, and helping you attract the magical life you dream of living. All of this in the time it takes you to drink your morning coffee. This was quick, and it is quick, but it's so enjoyable. And she offers a lot of really good tips and tricks that anyone can sprinkle into their life. I found it so fascinating that I bought the ebook and I refer to it and just even, even for me that I've learned the way of connecting and slowing down, I'm still finding new ways that I can do that. And so I, you know, I highly recommend that you get that coffee self-talk book for yourself. Hi, it's Jenny. We'll get back to the show in a moment. But first, I invite you to check out my website, coffeewithjennyb.ca. That's Jenny with a G, where you'll find all the links to my episodes. You'll also find a variety of coffee gifts available for purchase, including my branded bag of Red Door Coffee Beans from Harrison's Coffee Company. As well, you'll find a link to join the Winnipeg Coffee Community Facebook group. I'll also be posting info about upcoming coffee tours and coffee nights. So keep checking my website for updates. You can also follow me on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. Now, let's get back to the show. But you know what's interesting is we have that self-talk and 
we like to think that it is more positive. I mean, what's more positive than sitting there and enjoying your coffee and perhaps talking to your coffee? Hello, you big, beautiful cup of coffee. The one that's going to make me feel so magically wonderful today. But we tend to pick up on the negative more than the positive. Another way to think about self-talk is called intrapersonal communication. That's the way of communicating that we do with our inner self. So in a way it is like self-talk, but it's not always positive. And I'm going to explain in a moment. It takes place inside our heads. So you're solving a problem or you're thinking about what to have for dinner or you're analyzing your thought process or your beliefs, depending on what's going on. It involves your imagination. It's when you daydream, you know, you kind of drift off and you think about, oh, I wish I was lying on a beach in Mexico. It's also a way of visualization because if you have a goal in mind and so you're talking to yourself in either in your head or to yourself out loud, and you're saying, okay, I've got this. You know what? I can, yep, it, you know what? I can do it. And you're, you're, it's, you're having that, that conversation with yourself. And it can play a crucial role in different social as well as personal functions. Okay, so let's think about the last time that you had a big decision to make. You know, something as simple as going to the coffee shop, for instance. Well, not a big decision, but sometimes it can be. And you always get the same drink. And then your friend says, well, why don't you get something different? And you're looking at the menu and you're thinking to yourself, it's like, oh, what do I get? What do I get? Or maybe you talk out loud and you're saying, you know, I'm not quite sure what to get. You know, I always, I always get, you know, coffee with milk and cream and, you know, maybe I should get a frappuccino. And so you're, you're having this dialogue with yourself, which, which can be kind of funny because, People are, might be looking at you and thinking, well, who's she talking to? And your friend might be wondering, who are you talking to? <laughs> and it's like, I'm talking to myself. I'm trying to make a decision. And intrapersonal communication can be positive, you know, thinking about, you know, happy thoughts and where you'd like to go on holidays and so on. But as I said, it can be negative. So all your rethinking and overthinking, man, overthinking you can, I can take a simple problem and I can blow it out a proportion. And my husband will say to me, okay, you know, you're thinking too much. Like you just take a step back and like maybe just slow down a bit. So even though I've slowed down and connected with myself, I still, I still overthink. It, it drives, it drives me crazy to do that as well. And so healthy communication with ourselves can make us feel more relaxed and it can help us rejuvenate ourselves after a really long, stressful and tiring day. We sometimes put ourselves in imaginary situations and yeah, I guess that's also a part of intrapersonal communication or daydreaming. It's a way of looking at things in a different way. Now getting back to those negative thoughts, I learned a simple method for reframing negative thoughts 
called Spot, Stop, and Swap. It's from a podcast by Jay Shetty. He's a former monk who is now a leader and an influential mindfulness coach. And he's also a popular podcaster, as well as an award-winning author. I just bought a copy of his book, Think Like a Monk. It's a way to train your mind for peace and purpose every day. So this is what Jay recommends. Spot. Spot those negative thoughts and feelings. Be aware and acknowledge them. Stop. Ask yourself, are these thoughts serving you? Where are these feelings coming from? How could you think differently about this? And finally, swap. Listen to your answers and swap those negative thoughts and feelings with an empowering and uplifting alternative, such as doing something you love, like going for a walk, listening to music, connecting with friends, or simply doing some deep breathing, reframing those thoughts and feelings into ones of gratitude and self-love. It's amazing when you do take that time to swap out and reframe those thoughts. Because when you think about all the negative things that you say to yourself or think about yourself every day, you know, you make a mistake and it's like, oh, you know, I can't believe I did that or, oh my gosh, what's the matter with me? And what's interesting about the way we talk to ourselves sometimes is that if you heard someone else talking to another person that way, you might think like, whoa, that, that's kind of harsh. That's kind of mean, the things that they're saying. But yet we do that to ourselves. And we don't maybe stop to think about that we're being harsh to ourselves. So by learning how to spot those negative thoughts and feelings, stop to think about why, why am I having these feelings and thoughts? Why am I saying these things to myself? And then swap it for something else. And when you are swapping it, it is an opportunity to, first of all, think about what you're swapping those thoughts for. So thinking about reframing for gratitude. Sometimes just saying those thoughts out loud or writing them down. And when you think about saying those thoughts out loud, it gets me to think about saying affirmations to yourself. Affirmations are those positive thoughts that you say about yourself to yourself. So again, it's in a way of self-talk or intrapersonal communication. The two most powerful words in the universe are I am. I am powerful. I am beautiful. I am kind. I am loving. I am strong. 
I am can transform those negative thoughts into ones of positive affirmations. Another way of swapping those thoughts is perhaps writing in a journal. Or what I like to do is when I get up in the morning, and again, it's that quiet time, I sometimes write the three things that I am grateful for. So it could be the three things that I was grateful for yesterday. So for instance, it could be that I walked 10,000 steps, so I got my steps in. It could be that I'm grateful that my husband brought me flowers, or I'm grateful that I was able to talk to my granddaughter. And setting your intentions for the day can be a sense of gratitude. What are you going to be grateful for today? Or thinking about what am I grateful for right now? I'm grateful that I'm healthy. I'm grateful that I have a husband who loves me. And I'm grateful that I have this big, beautiful cup of coffee (laughs) that I can enjoy in the morning. And when we think about our mornings, you know, we think about rituals, right? We think about the things that we do on a regular basis. You know, sometimes we're doing things on autopilot, as I mentioned with preparing our coffee sometimes. And sometimes, you know, you can go through the entire day and at the end of the day, you're thinking, oh, what did I do today? I can't remember. Because, you know, we just go through the motions sometimes. And that's where mindfulness can come in. And it can help you to pay attention to what you're doing. Pay attention to how you're feeling. And so I want to share with you a wonderful way of starting your morning with love. And this is self-love. This is love for yourself. So you want to start with, first of all, a great big glass of water. I know you thought I was going to say coffee, (laughs) but start with a glass of water because you've been sleeping, your body's feeling a little bit dehydrated and having that glass of water first can make you feel a little bit more awake, a little bit more alive. Then I would prepare your coffee, as I mentioned with all the steps of preparing coffee, feeling mindful of every single step that you are doing. And as you are waiting for your coffee to be ready, this is where you can do some positive affirmations. You can use those I am statements to 
really make you feel more loving to yourself, being gentle with yourself. And then you want to do some breathing. There's different ways that you can breathe. I mean, we're all breathing. If we didn't breathe, we would be dead. <laughs> but there's different ways of breathing. And the way that I find that works the best for me is called box breathing. And what that means is that you are inhaling to the count of four, holding at the top, counting to four, exhaling on the count of four, and then waiting for the count of four. You want to inhale through your nose through the count of four, hold for the count of four, exhale to the count of four, hold it there to the count of four, and then repeat. I would repeat that whole process four times. You will be amazed at how good you feel. And when you are taking that inhale, really take a nice big inhale, filling your whole being with that air, that cleansing air, that once you release it, it just, it just releases all that perhaps bits of negativity that might have been there or feeling of tiredness or whatever it is. But that box breathing, it's, it's a game changer. And then finally, having that hot coffee, sitting there, enjoying that coffee, savoring that coffee. And as you are sitting there savoring that coffee, it's also a chance for you to reflect on all the amazing things that you are capable of, the ones that you have accomplished. So until next time, remember to connect with yourself and to slow down and smell the coffee. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.